I'm Jaleesa Azaray, and this is a special episode of On Deck with Young Musicians. In celebration of the 10th anniversary of the show, we're revisiting 10 episodes from that first season of On Deck with the series titled Where Are They Now? Today I'm chatting with former violinist turned software engineer, Emily Wu. 10 years ago, we spoke to Emily about her featured solos with various Portland ensembles. She's now 26. And today we'll find out about her life as an engineer, finding peace and being imperfect, and how she's dabbling in dance. But first, here's Krista Wessel with an excerpt from that interview 10 years ago. Emily is currently working with her teacher on Brooks' Scottish fantasy, and, as you can hear, was kind enough to play a little bit of it for me in the studios at All Classical Portland. Before the Brooke Scottish Fantasy, though, last year, Emily Wu worked up the first movement of Henrik Wieniawski's Violin Concerto No. 2, and all of that hard work and perseverance paid off. She won a place in the annual Metro Arts Young Artist Debut Concert last spring. So, Emily, how long did you work on that Wieniawski last year? I started the first movement last summer. So, so almost a year. It was almost a year by the time I performed it. And I had to prepare for the PYP competition as well. So I worked up the second and third movements in a month. Whoa! <laughs> it was very short notice. I was just thinking, hmm, maybe I should try out for this. So <laughs> my teacher said, how about the second and third movements? So I worked it up in a month. And, and you won the competition. Yes. <laughs> Emily, that's crazy. <laughs> Emily showed such care and determination for her work. It is also impressive to note that she was the very first young musician to sit for On Deck. I caught up with Emily to talk to her more about it and all that she has done since her first interview. There have been so many more On Deck interviews with young musicians across Oregon, and you started that. (laughs) So, like, how does that feel? to like have started something so big wow um i mean when you put it that way (laughs) i think at the very beginning i didn't know what it was going to become i just kind of went into it as myself and i just wanted to talk about like who i was what i thought about and what i was passionate about i'm glad that it has continued to like create a platform for so many other young musicians to speak about their experiences and how diverse like our experiences are as well. But yeah, I think really it's you know it's, it's Krista. It's it's all classical as well. Like you guys do so much for this community. To get into your previous interview, what did you what were your thoughts of young Emily? What did you think of her? <laughs> I think young Emily was very bright, very passionate. She definitely had a lot of goals in the future for her. I admittedly pivoted away from those goals, but um, we can talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think young Emily was very hardworking. I guess listening back to that interview, I think I sounded a little bit unsure And I remember feeling that uncertainty at the time as well. Like, I wasn't sure, like, did I want to go into music? Did I want to do pre-med? Did I want to go into biology? 
All of those things just kind of floating around in my head. And I think it's okay to be uncertain. And I think that's kind of what I want to tell her at that time. Like, yeah. it's okay, you'll figure things out. And like, I, I'm still trying to figure things out, but I, I think I'm glad with where I ended up and happy with how things turned out. You mentioned that you made a pivot away from music. When did that change take place? When I got to college, well, first it was kind of like a shock to experience something so different than usual. How so? Yeah, so being independent helped me think a little bit more about what I wanted to do. Um, and then it was also um, taking collegiate level classes that are very different from high school classes. I would say that the introductory courses at Stanford do a really, really good job of introducing you to what computer science can do and how technology is all around us, the different ways that we interact with it. I think there's also that problem-solving, analytic aspect to it that I liked. And it's just really satisfying when I can just kind of figure out a problem, like how do I get from A to B? Yeah, I think that's, the, that's a pretty satisfying piece of it. I would love to hear more about your work as a software engineer. What is the work that you're doing now? Yeah, so I'm currently an engineer at Intel and I work with the facilities at Intel's factories. So short story is that uh, in order for Intel's factories to make chips, they have tools and the work that I do manages the data surrounding how much of those utilities each of those tools make. What's cool about it is that whenever um, Intel is trying to come up with a new technology, my group is kind of like the foundation of that and we can send that data to other factories. That's the impact of our group. <laughs> I'm Jalisa Azare. You're listening to a special episode of On Deck with Young Musicians. In celebration of the 10th anniversary of the show, we're revisiting 10 episodes from that first season of On Deck with a series titled, Where Are They Now? Today, I'm chatting with Emily Wu, who when first interviewed in 2013 was a 16-year-old that was unsure of her future. Now at 26, Emily works for Intel and has started to explore the world of dance. I talk with her more about dancing and stay tuned to hear the advice she shares with young musicians on how to overcome their obstacles. You spent many years working as a young musician with classical music. Is that still a community that you are a part of? Ever since I moved out of Portland, um, I haven't been as in touch with the classical community, and I would really love to get back more into it. Um, I played violin for the first two years of college and um, went to some summer music camps as well while I was in college. And so I think that was kind of the last time I felt like I was really ingrained in the classical music community, and I kind of pivoted away from it. I did pick up dancing, and so... Ooh. I've been part of the dance community here. Um, so it's it's a little, like, you know, community is still really important. Um, but, yeah, yes. it's just a different kind of community, I'd say. Well, we can't leave that. <laughs> Please tell me about the dancing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so um, I had no dance experience before I went to college. And so there was a non-audition dance team. And I decided, okay, why don't I just try something new, try something different. And so that's how I got started. Starting from the first workshop, I had no idea what my limbs were doing. <laughs> I was just kind of flailing around, but it was really fun. And so I just kept going. I started learning more about dance and then I started teaching. 
since graduating, I've been going to dance classes here in Portland, and I actually danced in a dance crew. We had a showcase in July that was super fun. And wow. yeah, <laughs> that's kind of my dance journey. Is there a particular performance that you've done with dancing that has either really stayed with you or you really felt solidified in your place and you're just like, yeah, I, I love where I'm at right now? I guess I would say the showcase in July, we almost sold out. So there were a lot of people, there were hundreds of people. Oh in my the gosh, you had to be so nervous. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> nerve wracking, but I think before then, I was super nervous going on stage, but while performing and just hearing everyone cheering and just soaking in that energy, that I realized how much I really missed that. And when I was dancing on there, I thought, yeah, this is exactly what I want to do. This is how I get my fun. This is how I get my joy. I would say that's one thing that I've kept over the years is just, yeah, I love performing and I just love sharing that energy with people. You have some experience with accepting challenges and overcoming them. What is your advice for young musicians that find accepting a challenge to be so scary? I definitely empathize. It's very scary. Um, I think definitely have compassion for yourself. Don't beat yourself up over like little mistakes. I mean, just thinking back to my younger self and when I was a musician, um, I was always really afraid of letting people down. It's very prevalent in musicians to kind of struggle with the idea of like perfectionism and really, really wanting to get things right. I think that's another key thing to learn is that it's okay to fail and that you are still worthy as you are, even if that happens. And that if you come back to the original goals and motivations for why you're doing what you're doing, I think you can continue going. That's former violinist and software engineer, Emily Wu. She was the very first guest on the first season of On Deck with Young Musicians and the fourth guest we've revisited as a part of our Where Are They Now series, celebrating the 10th anniversary of the show. On Deck with Young Musicians is made possible in part by the Metropolitan Youth Symphony. Their season opening concert features music from animated classics, including Fantasia, My Neighbor Totoro, as well as orchestral suites from Beauty and the Beast and The Little Mermaid, with the organ symphony's Zach Galatis as the voice of Ursula. November 12th at the Arling Schnitzer Concert Hall. Tickets available at playmys.org. I'm Jalisa Azare. You can hear this episode of On Deck in Emily's original episode from 2013 at allclassical.org. You can also subscribe to On Deck as a podcast. Our theme music was composed and performed by All Classical's young artist in residence, Amir Afsker. Thank you, Amir. Thanks for joining us on this special episode, and be sure to tune in next Saturday at 5 for another installment in our Where Are They Now series of On Deck with Young Musicians. <laughs>